I believe that you are a canon, and that a canon means you have a seat in the cathedral. Is that right? Yeah, so I thought we could let you have a seat in Camborne Church this morning. Here we go. Have, have a seat in Camborne Church. This is much more That might try talking now. Can you hear me? Well, let's go for this microphone. Then I'll feel like I'm really interviewing you. That's it. Yes, this seat is much more comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) So, Ali, you are a a canon and you are director of ministry. I am. What does that mean? Uh, Director of ministry for the Diocese of Ely means somebody that is just trying to coordinate all of the... Um, ministry, the lay ministry, the reader training, um, the um, curates, vocations, um, the ordinands, the ongoing training for clergy, ministerial development review, the worship, the spirituality, the healing, the deliverance, um, and they're wanting leadership development that I might do after tea on a Sunday. Yeah. I was going to say, they've let you out to see us today. Yeah, no, fantastic. it's great to be here. It's really great to be here. It really is. Yeah. yeah, I'm standing in for Bishop Stephen, as you'll know. I'm not Bishop Stephen. I'm much shorter. I do still have my appendix. And I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are really delighted that you're here. Um, and uh, I thought it would be good if we found out a bit about you. We're going to let you speak to us later. So we'd quite like to know why you're a Christian. And... I said this to you when we were chatting earlier in the week, and you said you might bring along some things. Yes, I've got some things in my so, bag. So what's in your bag? It's sort of my journey a little bit, really. Um, I've, I've obviously got my hairbrush, but I won't bring that out. <laughs> but I've got three things. And obviously your first question about why I'm a Christian, um, and uh, that goes back um, some time now into the sort of the uh, very early 90s, and... Um, Derek and I, we had two, two young girls, Victoria and Emily, they're now in their 20s, and it was kind of that searching about what life was all about, and Derek had gone off to the Falkland Islands for four months, and um, we, it was times before emails and everything like that, and you basically, when they were away, he was in the Air Force, when you're away for four months, you don't, it, it's not immediate con- uh, conversation, it's literally the plane leaves with your letter on it, arrives, uh, just as your letter that you've sent uh, goes back and so it was kind of we weren't really in communication but basically within about two weeks of um, uh, at the same time within two weeks of one another we became Christians he came became Christian in the Falkland Islands by reading the Bible all the way through and then he decided to run up a mountain Uh, I wanted to do it a little bit different so it was kind of but I was by myself in my house and um, the Lord um, came and, uh, but I didn't actually quite know who he was at that stage. But we, didn't, we weren't involved in a family or a, a Christian family or church at that stage. So, so it was quite a life-changing event, as you can imagine. And so you, you almost think of it, it's in a capsule, and then my Christian life or God came to me at that particular moment in time. But then when you're kind of going through all your stuff, you realize, and I've got this little, uh, this little Bible here, and um, this, this, in the front of here, says, I'm showing you my age now. It says, to Alison from the Holy Land, September 1965. And it's a little Bible that um, the outside of it is made from the wood of um, a cypress tree. Uh, and so it's kind of, you look back, don't you, 
you know when the times that you've actually made commitments and think you think your life with God began then? Well, it doesn't, does it? You look back and you can see that gold thread all the way through. So that's the first uh, bit. And then when I was trying to sort myself out after, uh, you know, what it meant to be a Christian and Christian identity, I brought, um, I said to Derek this morning before I left, where's our Christmas decorations? Because we've just moved house, you see. And he's, uh, I, he says, why? And I says, I'm after a floating mirror. We haven't got a floating mirror. He says, I don't know what a floating mirror looks like. <laughs> well, anyway, this is what a floating mirror looks like. It's a mirror that you actually put on your Christmas tree. And the, the passage of scripture for me was, you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. The old has gone and the new has come. And so about 15 years ago, I remember just preaching that to myself in the mirror because I couldn't quite believe it for all sorts of different reasons, which I won't go into at this particular moment in time. But you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. So that's the second thing in my bag. And then um, the last thing that I bought in my bag is my stole, which was, um, this is a preaching stole. And for those, you know, it was wonderful today. I I said, you, you just wear your suit, you don't wear any robes. So this is the first time I've done this for some time without a dress on. <laughs> but anyway, I don't mind. But we've got, um, this is a pre- what's called a preaching stole. And when you're ordained, you get this. And uh, basically, it's like the yoke for an oxen. I won't say a cow. But it's something that when you actually put over you like that, it means that you are yoked to Christ. That's the symbolism towards it. And, and this is the preaching scarf. So this gives me the authority to preach the word. And I've, on, on it is um, hands that flung stars into space. So that's... If any of the children wanted to come up and have a closer look, this is really beautiful. Do you want to come and have a look? Yeah. Yeah, come up and see. Can you see? It's the hand, the God's hand that flings stars into space. Yeah? So all of my stoles have passages of scriptures that have been interpreted. There we go, you like that? Yeah? There we go. What's he called? Rebecca. Oh, I like Rebecca Rabbits. That's brilliant. So that so that was very um, that's very sort of um, powerful for me because actually I came from an environment that I had to get over being a woman before you put yourself forward for ministry, and so it's quite 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 a journey really. So that's where I am. I'm really quite tempted to just sit here and ask you questions and questions and questions all morning. But you are going to be around at coffee time. I am, yes. And people can come and ask you more questions. They can. That would be good. And one thing that they might be interested in talking to you about was in your last post. Now, I think you said that, that you, you, you were in charge of 25 churches in 24 villages over 140 square miles. That's right. And so you know quite a lot about um, building a, a team with lay involvement. You said I do. You had a team of, of 33. 33. And how many of those were lay people? I had. Um, just so that it it was a market town with um, 24 villages that was over a period of 100, yeah, as we said, 140 square miles. And uh, I um, was rector of the team there that led um, 33 people, 24 of which were lay ministers. um, And uh, I can't do my sums, the rest rest were all clergy anyway. But it was the lay people that did the work, as you know that, you know that, so, yes, that's yeah, where so I've come I, from. So as we enter the, this, this vacancy, then uh, that might be something people are interested to talk to you about. 
um, and, and how people can get involved. That yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the, the lay ministry is, is um, well, people coming from quite a free church background. When I came into the Anglican church, I didn't know what it was all about, really. I was thinking, hang on a minute, you're just wanting to visit somebody, give them an apple pie, and you have to go on a three-year training course. I couldn't quite get it. But it's actually about knowing that you're going in the name of the church that's important. That if you're doing something in the name of the church, it's, training is actually important. And I remember as well, um, when, my first, when I first went to training college, my church at home were praying for me because they thought I'd backslidden. And actually, if you go to training course, you lose your fire. Uh, well, you don't. So don't worry about that. And any training is good. So go for it if it's offered. Oh, excellent. So I think as we heard some, some highlights from your life there, there, then there's a clear sense that God has had a plan for you. And uh, that's something that we're going to sing about in a minute. Right. Um, I think we are going to have to sadly draw this interview yep, to, to, to a close. I look but forward to hearing you. You're going to be here later.